For too many years, we've been told to show the horse who's boss, use gadgets, and ride two and three year olds. We're expected to follow fashionable trends, like riding behind the vertical or with your horse's nose on the ground, and put our short-term performance goals before the long-term health of our horse. This sounds crazy to me, because we're forgetting all about the horse. In this show, you'll learn why groundwork, lateral movements, liberty work, and pole work are so important in your training program. Plus, how to build lightness and softness in the saddle by recognizing the try and building confidence in both horse and rider. We know that horses are only physically mature at five and a half years of age at the earliest. We believe that collection is not a head position. We know that older horses are not disposable. Walking 100 miles on foot is amazing to build that connection together. And that bitless bridles, California hackamores, bosal and macates can be really useful. We never place competition goals above our horse's health and we know that self-carriage means that the horse does it by himself. We take as long as it takes and we understand the importance of working slowly with the horse to build connection, trust and partnership together and we aim to always put the horse's mental, physical and emotional needs first. So I promise to share all my horsemanship strategies with you. Sounds good? I'm your host, Elaine Heaney, creator of the Listening to the Horse documentary. Let's get the show started. Hello everybody, how are you doing? It is such a beautiful day in Ireland at the minute. Now I don't know what's happened because normally October in Ireland is not great. The evenings are getting shorter, it's getting colder, it's getting windy, the rain is coming in. It's just not good. However, for the last week, something weird has happened. It's some kind of tropical high. I'm not too sure. I don't even know where it came from. But it's beautiful weather and as I'm recording this, I'm actually looking outside the window. The sky is blue, the grass is green, the horses, I'm just back in from having a chat with Ozzy and Matilda. They're relaxed outside, they're enjoying the sunshine, they're very mellow and chilled and relaxed. And so it's kind of magic to get these kind of bonus summer days in the middle of October. And I've definitely been um, taking advantage uh, of them and uh, working with, uh, with my horses every day for, for the last while, which has been really good. And I have something to tell you about actually. So I'm working on a new project, a secret project that I'm so, so excited about because when I was growing up, I was really dress. It wasn't that I wanted to do dressage, like compete or anything like that. Like that wasn't what I was really interested in, but I was fascinated by the process that was involved where you could teach a horse to go from never having a saddle or a bridle on to actually accepting a saddle to be able to ride a horse like to teach them what they need to know in their head so they're fine with a rider on board and they could walk and they could trot and they could turn but then not only do all the olos which is kind of amazing if you think about it just step back and think about it but then you could teach them to collect you could teach them to do self-carriage you could teach them to do sideways movements that look so fancy i don't think even when i was growing up did i even know anyone who could do sideways movements i'm not too sure um but that whole horsemanship and progress and helping the horse figure out these things like that process of learning with the horse that's what what really just fascinated me not so much the whole my horse can do this let's go out now and compete and you know go into a ring get judged for get judged first that side I wasn't really into but um yeah it was it was funny and then I got Ozzy and Ozzy when I got Ozzy 
back in the day, like talk about being on two different pages. You know, Ozzy hated people. He didn't want to be near anyone. You couldn't catch him in the paddock. He was at the far side of it, trying to his trying trying to do his best to avoid you. Like he wanted nothing to do with people. And it took a long time, like years and years and years to try and build up his trust and confidence in me. Um, because he just he had he had no interest. He was just decided he was better off on his own and there was no I was of no use basically and humans were of no use so we had to kind of really start from about minus 150 to try and uh, and kind of build a partnership with him um and I remember like back in those days those dark days and I was like there is no way on this earth I will ever be able to do a dressage test with Ozzy you know first of all I'd have to ride him and he'd have to be relaxed like those two things together just seemed impossible because when I used to ride him it was like it was like sitting on an unexploded bomb back in the day because he was just so not into any of it and I'm just like oh my god this horse is like we're doing the most simple basic things and he is just having a minor meltdown over it and I was like oh my god there's there's no way we can ever figure this out and come to some compromise between the two of us and I was like I just thought there was never any way that I could envision a day where Ozzy and I could go for a ride, do walk, trot, canter, do a dressage test, that he would be completely happy about the whole thing and be really relaxed and wouldn't be, you know, just, it it just wouldn't be a disaster. I mean, you can see like 101 dressage test disasters, I'm sure on YouTube and spooking at things and taking off because a plastic flower jumped in the arena or something. Or Do you know what I mean? There's anyway, I never thought Ozzy and I would be able to build a partnership together where something like doing a dressage test where you've got to do certain different things at different points like you got to walk here you got to trot here you got to turn right here you know exactly here and not like 10 steps further or five steps back do you know what I mean or do a weird shimmy across the arena anyway yeah I didn't think for us it was going to I I hoped it would be someday but it was so far away based on where we were at that stage I was just like listen if I worked out, that'd be cool, but I'm not really banking on it. And so jump forward to a couple of days ago. So I've been working on, like I said, I've been working on this project and what it is, is a dressage project. Okay. And I have created these new dressage tests and I need it. Now that they're created and they, I mean, they're, they're just, they're so cool. They're just, what, what I really wanted to do, because I think it's really important, not just to you know throw someone a dressage test and they're like oh my god this is how am I even going to do this first of all it's too long I can't remember it you expect my horse to do all this crazy stuff I just need something simple because I need to break things down into little steps because that's the easiest for the rider and the easiest for the horse so I've created a new series of dressage tests um that start right at the beginning like the first series the first group of dressage tests they're all in walk because when I was starting off with Ozzy that's what I needed I just needed walk dressage tests the thought of trot or canter like forget it we weren't at that stage yet you know so I just needed walk dressage tests and then once we were able to figure those out and you know get through that stage then I was like okay maybe I could do a test with you know theoretically I could ask Ozzy to trot a circle and he wouldn't have a meltdown and we could probably survive that situation (laughs) you know so then I was like okay so we could do some tests that have a little bit of trot a little bit more trot and then maybe some canter moving on so anyway long story short I have been creating these tests I've created um, like the text versions of them which is what you normally see like a 
you know enter x halt whatever but then also because i'm very visual i like the diagrams so i like to see the pictures of what i need to do because i kind of remember the tests in my head by just having diagrams in my head that's how i remember them and then thirdly like i said my memory's not great so i really like if somebody's there while i'm doing a test shouting from the side elaine turn right elaine turn left elaine you're meant to be trotting now i'm like all right okay that's really handy to have someone just telling you what you should do so i've recorded recorded real life audio um like someone's there in the arenas that you can listen to so while you're doing your test at the correct time while you're doing your test um there is there's an audio recording of me telling you when to turn and what to do and all this kind of stuff so it's so cool i've had so much fun putting them together but I needed to test them out, right? You can put everything together on paper and you're like, yeah, it looks cool. Things going to work really well. But I needed a horse to test it out. And I was like, what better horse to test out these dressage tests than Ozzy? Okay, so I walked out of the, walked out of the paddock. I caught Ozzy. I turned on the audio test on my phone and I proceeded to listen to the tests while Ozzy and I do, were doing them. And we ended up riding five dressage tests in a row. Five. Uh, no joke. Ozzy was happy, Ozzy was relaxed, he had beautiful rhythm, he sailed beautifully into all the corners and we had such fun together. And I was just like, that day, I never thought that day would come because for so long with Ozzy, it was just, it was slow progress. It required a huge amount of patience. And so what I want to say for anyone listening to this, like if you're at that stage where I was a couple of years ago with Ozzy, where you just kind of feel it's just, it's Groundhog Day, you, you know, it's just everything's a bit of a struggle, everything's a bit of a battle, you have good days, but then you have bad days and then you just get a bit depressed about it and you get frustrated, then you get sad because you want to just be out riding, doing trail rides, you're just hanging out, but you have this horse that is just not at that stage that you've got to go slower, that you've got to go back to the basics with and you're just like, oh, it's just so much work. Will I ever reach that stage where just me and my horse are happy and confident that we can just do whatever we want and not actually worry about what's going to happen so stick with it that's really the message i want to say say with you today like stick with it because by going through those weeks or months or years in the case of me with ozzy just trying to figure out the horse just trying to increase the trust and the connection and the confidence with the horse like you're building the best foundations in the world for your future together and you will be able to do it so more news on this new dressage project in a couple of weeks but oh my god it's so fun it's so much fun and i'm really really excited about it so talking about feeling like you're stuck in a rut um and I know there's like, it's just, it's so common. I know like Facebook, everyone's like, oh, I'm having a great time. I went to this show, I did whatever, you know, that's great. But trust me, there's a lot of crap out there as well. There's a lot of days where you're just like, why just can't, why can't I have an easy horse? <laughs> why is he still doing whatever it is? Do you know what I mean? Or, or even it's not that extreme. Maybe you're just like, you've kind of reached a plateau for the last year or two and you're kind of doing the same stuff but you don't really feel that you're progressing anymore you're kind of just got somehow you find you find yourself a bit stuck okay you're doing the same things week after week maybe you're just maybe the fun has kind of just run out of it a bit that you you're kind of you're you've kind of run out of ideas it's all just got a bit monotonous and boring and you're like oh you know this thing's meant to be fun <laughs> it's not really that fun anymore um 
And of course, sometimes, you know, you might feel that the horse is kind of getting a bit bored and frustrated with things too. And, you know, we've all got really big goals and I completely get that. And then it is difficult when you see the day-to-day progress that you're making doesn't really match up with the goals. And maybe you're looking at your friends and they're doing all this cool stuff and you're just like, oh, you know, I wish I was there. I'm not there. And because you compare yourself to others, then you're hard on yourself. Then you beat yourself up. And then, you know, that's not, that's just not good. But um, here's the thing, right? Whether you have an experienced horse or you've just bought a new horse, okay, and you're just getting used to your new horse and starting to build trust and confidence and just starting riding your new horse, or maybe you're just new to riding or you've come back to horses later in life, like we can all massively improve our riding skills and have fun with our horses, okay? Even say you love trail riding, um, but you also want to incorporate some exercises that are going to protect or protect your horse's long-term health, okay? But maybe you're not too sure where to start because like I was talking about dressage before and lateral movements and collection, it all seems a bit like, you know, not quite your cup of tea and you haven't really delved into that side of things too deep and you're like, it sounds a bit complicated. I'm not too sure if that's for me. Or maybe you are wherever you live and I mean there's people living all over the world obviously listening to this show but you struggle to find a good riding trainer locally who's kind to horses and has the right skills and philosophy to help you reach your goals you know that's so common it's just it's really hard to find someone that you kind of click with in terms of a horse rider and I've been lucky that I've kind of I've really made a determined effort to find people you know I kind of I tend to travel around and fly around and, and if I hear someone good I'll go and investigate them so I've made a really serious effort to try and find people but it's really hard um and maybe one day you dream of of having that beautiful collected horse in self-carriage you know like in a movie you know trotting beautifully sideways across the field or something and, and just total happiness and and softness and lightness and but you know how do you get there okay so the thing is horses under four you do need not need to ride horses under four if you didn't know horses only mature at five and a half years of age at the earliest my horses ozzy and matilda were both started at five okay so this whole oh, i got to start them early thing not really the direction i i would be going first of all big health issue and secondly you don't need to okay for your horse's performance you don't need to but what i've done is i've created a free five-day horse riding workshop it's called five days to partnership So if you love your horse, if you believe in the kind treatment of horses, if you're ready to have fun and improve your horse riding skills, um, this is the five-day workshop for you. So I'm going to share one easy strategy that 99% of horse riders have never heard of to instantly improve how you communicate with your horse when you're riding. I'm going to share how you can use the elephant technique to achieve any horse riding goals that you have in the next three to six months. I mean, that is... Trust me, that's pretty cool. And then if your horse is unbalanced or heavy on the forehand or leans on the reins when you ride, um, discover how to skip all the drama, seriously, all the drama, create a partnership with lightness and softness, even if you don't have a fancy dressage horse. I don't have a fancy dressage horse. You don't need one, (laughs) okay? And if you wish that you're more confident in trail rides, you'll be able to discover my proven way to build confidence on trail rides, even if you or your horse has lost confidence in the last 12 months. Okay, so this five days to partnership workshop is, I would love for you to join me. It starts on October 25th. It runs for five days. It's suitable for all horses over the age of four and all experience levels. And best of all, it's completely free. So come over, join the fun. You can grab a free ticket at five days to partnership.com. And I hope to see you there. Bye. 
I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. I have some good news for you now, actually. We will be holding our next five days to partnership workshop very soon. This is an online workshop. It's completely free and you can watch it on your smartphone or your laptop from anywhere in the world. You will learn how to improve your horse's trust and connection. And you'll also find out how I solved Ozzy's bolting over poles issue and how I can help any horse build confidence and partnership with the little known elephant technique. We're going to talk about how to help a horse who is inflexible or perhaps unbalanced. And we're also going to look at the importance of lateral work. Plus, we're going to go a little deeper into bitless bridles and hackamores. Also, you're going to be able to download and complete your own horse partnership assessment. And each day you'll get a fun homework activity to do with your horse. So you can get all the details and sign up for a free ticket at www.5daystopartnership.com. I hope to see you there.